So that should do sound like a rap duo, right? What up, world? This is Dan Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. We coming into you late night, early a.m. What time is it? It is 4 a.m. in the morning. It's really 4 a.m.? Yeah, I got my brother, Brian Boss, in the building, a.k.a. Theodore Hackett. Yeah, it's 3.52. He been here so much, he's starting to look like a co-host. I got my other brother, Ty, in the building. Ty's in wild photographer, philanthropist, (laughs) Freddy Krueger shirt wearing. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, man. And we wanted to make it happen for you guys out there and listening in listening land. We wanted to stay consistent, make you happen, give you some content, give you some good stories. Because this is what we do. No matter what time it is, no matter where we at in the world, we stay consistent. We stay on our game. We stay on our grind. You know, and and we learned, we learned this from, from experience and our OGs. You know, so... This is what this is what we present to the world. We put out to the universe. How y'all feeling, yo? I'm feeling fantastic. No improvement. <laughs> How you feeling, Ty? You speaking my love language, my boy? <laughs> you can't knock me. It's the first hot day in New York. Like it's like a a low key holiday. It was those really nice not in the today, city. Right? The first hot day in New York is absolutely a holiday, man. You gotta let that off right. <laughs> Yo, we was out there shooting thanks to Ty. Ty had his camera. We got some real dope pictures of the Empire State Building, just New York City, and it was like a dose of nostalgia. How you say it? Nostalgic. Absolutely. It was nostalgic. And, and it was cool because sometimes growing up in New York City, there, there, there's so much stuff to get into that you never realize the rare opportunities that there are right around the corner. Like, for example, you you know that was that was probably my first time taking a picture in the Empire State Building. And I lived in New York my whole life. Well, same here, bro. I was gonna say, have you ever been to Empire State Building? Nah. Now that I'm thinking about it, like uh, I feel like I, I went to go there. try and visit once, and the line was too long. Uh, I, I I have no idea what's in there. It could be a farm. It could be some horses in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've not. I, I think I've been to Yankee Stadium once. Been to the Garden like three times. Been to the Barclays Center like twice. Yeah, I think we take this for granted, for real, because we go up over here, like, because there's a lot, yeah, like, there's a lot of landmarks that I haven't went to, now that I'm thinking about it, but there's also so many landmarks where it's like, you're gonna miss some, like, I've been to a lot of museums, I've been to a lot of the buildings, I... But it's just like, <laughs> damn, man, you keep... He's never been to the big thing. Like, I've been to a lot of after-hour parties. The Statue of Liberty. <laughs> a lot of the... Yeah, I've been to a lot of the after-hour parties. Come out when the sun come up. Uh, <laughs> yes, when that yeah. sun hit you. Uh, I yeah, think yeah, you've been yeah. partying all night. That was terrible. That that make you rethink life, I'm not gonna, Nah, but when that was like your first experience doing that... Like, when you first get to that age and you really start to experience New York, 
for what everybody told you New York is, it's a different type of feeling, bro. Yep. Like, yeah. like coming to home at six it, in the morning at twenty one yeah. is different from coming home at six in the morning now. <laughs> right. Like six in the morning now you're like, all right, man. I need three days to recover. Real. I need to clear everything off my schedule. I don't want to speak to nobody tomorrow. At 21, it was like, let's do that Friday, Saturday. Let's let's do it again. You 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 will have to prepare two weeks in advance. (laughs) Don't 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 give me two days. I need two weeks in advance to do it. But you know what's crazy? You know, I was in an Uber talking to this dude that came over from Ghana, Africa, right? And he said, yo, uh, the way they promoted America, the way they the way they show you American at, all over the world, you know, it make it seem like it's like the perfect place to be. That's why everybody, everybody want to go, you know, for the opportunity, for the, for whatever the reason, right? Mm-hmm. He said, bro. He said, "Bro, I, I've I've never seen homeless people until I got to America." Really? And, and he said, mm-hmm. "They don't show that in in the commercials, and the propaganda, and the advertisement." So he was like, "I'm thinking like, oh, it's good. You don't see homeless people, you know." And he got to America. He's like, "Yeah, well, that's the first thing I think, and they everywhere." You know, so that's how that's that's how they sell you. That's how they sell you. Know, you. Real, they they did have those commercials with the with the starving Ethiopian with the fly on his eye. That's <laughs> Ethiopian. That's but that's not even it's true too. I have people go to the Africa, and the way they make you see it see makes Africa seems like the jungle. Everything smell like doodoo and stuff. Like they got cities, bro. They got uh, downtown the way we got downtown. Yeah, and they got their hoods just like we got their Exactly. Hugs. Exactly. So it, it's just it's just crazy, man. That's why I suggest everybody to like do their own research and, and, and the best research is experience. It's don't go off of what mm. anybody says. Go find out for yourself. Go find out for yourself. All right, man, with that said, though, what would you say about the people who have... Because we all hear these things about foreign countries, and every now and then there's this scare here, there's this scare there. And because we're a little more... I I don't know if this is a New York City thing, I don't know if this is more just from where we're from. We're a little more where you say, I a risk, that might be a little dangerous, that might not alarm us as much as... Certain people. Now, what do you say to those people who say... Because i just seen something going on in Cancun where... Like kidnapping and some shit? Yeah. And I remember even when I had went to DR for my friend's wedding, it was the same thing. That's when they kept finding people who... I wouldn't say they were overdosing at the um, mini bar. Alcohol. Or, yeah, they just kept finding things with that. And they're like, yo, no tourists should go to DR. And back in my mind, I'm like, this is... Alright, cool. I, I'm not that Yo, I, I went, I went, I went for the simple fact that, you know, the neighborhood we grew up in was, it, especially growing up in the '90s and early 2000s, it was messed up. So it, we couldn't, we couldn't go. Remember, we couldn't go certain places after certain times. 
or, or or if it was like beef, beef, they would tell us to go in the house like seven thirty. Like yo, make sure nobody outside ten thirty, and stuff like that. And then you know us being hard headed and stuff. Sometimes we went where we wasn't supposed to go, and and we made it out. We were like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Or, or somebody when they say go upstairs ten thirty, we like yo, we we gonna stay outside. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody gonna run us upstairs. So so right, I'm telling you, right after the the, the alcohol poisoning went happened, I went down to DR, and you know you know what they told us? They told us like yo, them them dudes had bad health conditions. That's why they died. <laughs> They didn't die from alcohol poison. They was fucking. They was unhealthy. Unhealthy. Not here. You know. So so it's like it's like firsthand experience. I get that. If if somebody tell you the stove hot, don't put your hand on the stove. You know what I'm saying? You believe that, but everything else is like. Like, like I always talk about the first time I've been in love, right? Everybody told me not to get with her, but I had to definitely experience that for myself, and, and I saw what everybody was talking about. I mean, like, I, I, like a nigga can't blame you. I mean, any chick that's above twenty one and got braces and still know how to suck dick, she, she must be. Come on, man! An amazing woman. This, this is this is a family <laughs> podcast, man. Uh, it's really <laughs> I could like that. Swore. How much time we got left? We got to like that. <laughs> like, I could have swore you cursed at least three times or so far. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so I, I don't know how family you want to get, motherfucker. <laughs> So we, we doing we, we doing like family, not Samuel, but like a little a little under Samuel. You know what you mean, like Denzel family? <laughs> yeah, like he be having like some bad Spanish looking bitches. N- no, <laughs> not Samuel. We doing King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> but nah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I brought you guys over here because the thing that's been on my heart is like, especially from the neighborhoods we come from and stuff like that. I think it's wrong guidance, wrong leadership. Like, you know, I had a deep conversation with my mom, and I'm like, "Ma, why do you ain't hug me?" And she, she's like, "Don't lie." She's, nah, I, I gotta laugh because I, I, I fucks with your moms, but go ahead. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's like, she's like, yo, she told me straight up at the time, I tried to hug my mother, and she didn't hug me back. And we was taking the picture, I hugged my mother, she didn't hug me back. And I, I guess I didn't want to give you something I didn't know how to give you. You know, so... So, with with that being said, it's like, all right, growing up in our neighborhood, you know, people people give a lot of misdirection. So, I had this conversation with you guys earlier. You know, they say this thing, we got to get to the bag. We got to chase that bag. When people say chase that bag, I think it's like them seeing like two chains with Jerry and like, oh, I got to get this. I gotta get two chains, cause two chains got two chains, you know. I oh I gotta I gotta get my bank account 
this amount of much or, or have it just have a stack in my pocket you know but you know I've seen I've I've seen it from a different angle instead of chasing the bag you know becoming the bag becoming the bag mm. you understand what I'm saying people people start looking for you you know what I'm saying becoming the bag becoming the bag and that's the that's the mindset I have and it's all good to chase you chase chase but I think that once you chase that it'll never be enough whatever you chasing it'll never be enough sex it'll never be enough money it'll never be enough alcohol it'll never be enough drugs like anything you want is always is, it, there's no ceiling you know I agree with you with that but I think we're bombarded with that from the get-go. Like, you think of, let's just say, the quote-unquote American dream. The American dream is to buy the big house with the picket fence, to buy the new car, to buy... Like, everything is based off purchase. It doesn't tell you anything about be happy. It doesn't tell you anything about family. It's just purchase, purchase, purchase. And if you purchase this, you're going to be on top of the world. But they don't tell you about all the shit that comes with that. Like, cool, you can have all the money. Like you said, you have all the money, you can have all the fame, whatever it is. We see we see that disintegrate every day. People with all the fame, all the money, and they come out to the world just looking like, Yo, I just want to be normal. I, I just want to have a regular conversation with somebody and not feel like they want something from me. And some people will trade. Like, they'll trade that peace of mind. Just to have the money. Just to say I have the the new Lamborghini truck. I have the house where you don't have the house. Or, But again, I, that's something that's trained into us from an early, early age. Especially coming from where we're from. Because if, like where we're at, it's like, if you don't have no money, bro, people will look at you like you're worthless. Right. To that point, it's like, until you could provide for, not only you, but provide for people around you, if you don't really have, like, an actual vision of yourself, and you ain't stepped back and really have that conversation with yourself, if you're just listening to what's around you, they're going to tell you, yeah, yo, you ain't nothing until you make some money. And what do you think that comes with? People are going to try and get that at any mean, because now you're telling Somebody who already doesn't feel like they have any support, they don't have anything else, and all they got is like, yo, you're judged by how much money you got. What do you think somebody's going to do with that? Well, that comes from, like, what Ed was talking about with certain kind of uh, 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 discipline or, or parenting. True. Because, like, I think it starts from what, like, the second or third grade when when everybody start asking you what you want to be when you grow up and like as a second or third grader how the hell are you supposed you to know no <laughs> what you want to be what you grow up you like you haven't experienced anything for the world for 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 what it is you, you haven't get experienced anything you, good like, yeah that's all you have doctor, is what like, people around you give you and what people feed into you so you sitting there just absorbing all of this quote unquote knowledge or sitting there thinking about what you want to do. But in all reality, you have no idea what it is that you want to do because like certain, unlike certain people, we don't have 
um, opportunities to experience the things at a young age to actually grow into the person that we actually know for a fact that we want to be when we do grow up. Right. You know, it's like, like I, I honestly, um, we spend too much time doing the wrong, quote unquote, the wrong things when we could be growing up like learning an important trade. We could grow up learning stock like, better math. Stock, yeah, stock. That's another one. No, or even how to get our own stock. Oh, <laughs> real estate stuff or like that. Any like. And anything, there's so that many. Is, the, like as a child, our is, minds are like sponges, and if we absorb too much nonsense, right. then we won't have enough space for mm-hmm. for uh, 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 what you call it, quote unquote, graduating. <laughs> Yo, the perfect example is our our brother, our brother locked up right now, our brother Rock. You know, I remember me and Rel in high school with this guy, right? And this is when we start, first started experience smoking weed. Our first experience smoking weed, right? Ty, you look like you got pee. <laughs> so our first experience smoking weed, me and Rel begging our moms for, we like 13, 14, begging our moms for, for, for money. To to get a five dollar bag, so Rel come with two fifty, and I come with two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Or or three dollars a piece, right? Ryan never had no money. He ain't never had no chicks. He ain't ha- never have no. He could never contribute, right? So so it got to the point where me and Rel like, yo, dang, every time we gotta get this guy high. And me, we didn't even know how to put a blunt together. Rod knew how to put a blunt together, so we had to, we had to, you know, go to science class and <laughs> figure. We had to figure it out. We basically had to figure it out. And once we did, we tried to cut him out. And I, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. You know, um, me and Rel lying to him. And be like, oh nah, we about to do something else. No, and have knowing we going to get high. You know what I'm saying? Oh nah, we about to we got to go to our assembly after school. <laughs> he like y'all about to get high. It's all good though. It's all good. And that led to him, you know, realizing like, yo, I ain't got no money. You know, I, I barely got a high school diploma. You know. But I'm going to figure shit out. I'm going to figure shit out. So that's when he started doing what he did and indulging in like illegal activity. And he was he started to make more money than all of us put together. And, and, and he got caught up and now he, he paying. It came with the consequence. But again, that goes back to a lack of opportunity. Because somebody like him especially... Wait, I you remember give how him an opportunity to work on the correct things, he would be out of it. I remember him drawing. Him, I remember him drawing, being a good drawer, him being able to rap, him being so talented, man. You know? Like a lot of us, bro. There's so many people. Bro. A lot of us. You know what somebody told me? You know what Vince Sean said about me? 
He said, yo, you the greatest rapper nobody ever heard, bro. He said you the he said you the greatest rapper nobody ever every heard. Every hood, bro. But, but again, like we have, we're in a situation where who you might have the talent, but you you might have to suppress that to actually win the real world. Now, with like your bills got to get paid, you need this, you need that. So everybody just can't focus in and hone in on that talent because they might have to go to their job that they work. After school, like this happens as early as high school, bro. Where you might have somebody who's talented at whatever, whether it be sports, anything outside, acting, who knows, whatever skill they have, but they just can't work on it because of the situation. You might have to go to work, you might have to look over your younger siblings, whatever that is. I ain't gonna hold you a lot of a lot of times. Is that we're taught low self-esteem and we inherit low confidence and low self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? So we scared to talk to the women that we want to talk to. We scared of success. 100%. Point blank, period. Self-sabotage all the way. Exactly. The second shit that we most fear is failure. Not even... I, I fear succeeding, bro. Let me tell you, man. I went to Ellen... And I had so much success with my, my t-shirt and hoodie business. But now it's like, oh my goodness, what next? How did I stay relevant? How did I continue to put good into the universe? I think mean, that's natural, though. I don't think that's a bad feeling. And then it's like, yo, when, when, when you... Everybody gets stuck. But when you get stuck and then... Like, they, they told about hump day is Wednesday... Hump day should be every day. Every day we try to get over the hump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, I, it, 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 it just that, it just that, like, it's, one, it's never enough, and two, it's that, you know, you have to pro, really, really program your mind. Bro, I had a, I had a weekend where I, I freaking self sabotage a hundred percent, a thousand percent. I'm talking about Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and when they got the Monday, I had no good to put in the universe. Nothing left. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, when you say like self sabotage, like what situations are you talking about? Oh, all right, all right. So give you that. I'm talking about when garbage in. And garbage, you know, the garbage, you the garbage in your house. It once once it's full, you take it out. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Self sabotage is when you say, "F the garbage." You know what I'm saying? It's gonna it's gonna stay there. You know, I ain't taking it out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna use the cleaning projects. Not. Not only to to clean to clean my my environment, but also to give me clarity and clear my mind. You know what I'm saying. So with the garbage in, the garbage in, and, and once the garbage not out, and what I mean by garbage, I mean stuff that you're not supposed to be watching on TV, stuff you put in your mind, stuff you put in your body. You know what I'm saying. All of that is garbage. The stuff you eat. 
You know what I'm saying? Yo, well, you know what I found out? What you eat, control you, control who you are, bro. Every part of it, bro. You control who you are. My man said, yo, I had some Chinese food and I cursed my girl out. I'm like, you what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had some chicken over rice. <laughs> Yo, I just was ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so like, it sounds like such a simple fix, but it's so hard to, because again, like we don't think of food as far as like addictions and things like that. Go, that's, that could be just as bad for you as any kind of drug if you're not right. keeping track of what you're doing. Right, and we don't really get that until we get to a certain age, where by the time you're 21 in a certain place, you've been bad eating habits been training your mind over and over and over again. So by the time you're 21, oh. unfortunately, some people might have over, but like they might such have as damage already, bro. Such as eating before you go to eating that. Create a Thanksgiving meal every day before you go to sleep. Yeah, and thinking like you, you're more than full. It's just uh, yeah. I, I'm so used to the visual. Of my so plate. I, I did I did ten thousand steps a day. You know what I'm saying? I can't. And then programming your mind to say that yo, I can't fall asleep without getting something to eat. You know what I'm saying? It, it just it just it just stuff like that. So now you know th- those days I self sabotage. By watching porn, by freaking binge watching. I don't even watch TV. I call myself binge watching Snowfall. You know what I'm saying? The whole weekend. Binge watching. I can't knock you about that. I I don't watch TV, bro. I don't watch TV. The only thing I watch is battle rap and wrestling, bro. (laughs) Battle rap and wrestling. (laughs) Wrestling come on, what, once, twice a week? And battle rap come on once a month. So that's the only time I have for entertainment. Like, if I'm not... How do you feel about that? What? Right now. Because I think... I'll just speak for us. We're the vital part of our lives right now. We're all early 30s. We're all trying to figure out that next step, right? But if you look around what's going on... Like, should there be a balance, and what should that balance be? Because some people say, I've seen Do what pockets where they're like, yo, why are you watching TV at all? Do you see what situation you're in? Right. Dead everything. TV, NBA, pod, whatever whatever it is, you have to dead that and focus in. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's like, is that really sound advice? Like, yes, it sounds good, but knowing what's going on in this world, we're coming off COVID, we're coming off... People not seeing their family for months. Where do you find that balance where you're like, all right, cool. I I, I need a little bit of leisure, but I also, I know, all right, cool. This is the point where I cut this off because this is too much. Like, where do you draw that line? It's, it's all on you, man. It's all on. Yo, the bigger the dream, the bigger the production, the, but, but the bigger the activity. You know what I'm saying? If you dream small, you ain't got really got to do much. I'm gonna you know? let's say it's the dream. I, I would say it's more of the ambition. I mean, like, because so many people out there got a big dreams, but they don't got that drive to that, yeah, that push makes themselves forward right to their dream. So when it comes to <laughs> talent, I think that's more of a of a of a balanced thing. Like you should embrace your talents more. 
And that's kind of how, but again, that that's a difficult thing for people to do. Because when people are talented at one thing, like, I'm talking about just supremely talented at one thing. They might not even notice that the shit that they're doing is so easy for them that they might look at other people like, oh, but yeah, being genius, true, true. and they don't, yeah, I mean, they don't like, realize that. Like it doesn't click in their mind that yo, but, this is difficult for but, other people to and do. And that's but, where but, the lack of ambition comes in. Now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it was just like that yeah. because it's so easy for you to do. You're like, all right, whatever. I'll do that when I, whenever I want to. You know what? I'll kick it into overdrive. You know what? I run off of people telling me what I can't do. You know that <laughs> that that that's the only thing that really. Motivates me, you know what I'm saying. People say can't do this, can't do that, well, and, and I'm gonna do it. Bridge, I watch this, <laughs> nah. but, but yeah, it's that. But I'm gonna tell you the perk. That's the, no lie, cause you, that's going down to the basketball court back in the day. You like, know, like say, yo, I can't and be killing from from the post. Like whatever he, whatever he was killing people at, they'd be like, but I bet you can't beat me in the post. I bet you can't beat me for three. Right down there, I'm going to shoot the threes. Yeah, that's the thing. Let me tell y'all the yeah, perk. But that's a good metaphor, bro. You can't let nobody trick you out your game. Just going forward. Right, right, right. That's why I think a routine is so important. Like this, this is what's stopping me from making a million dollars, right? All right, wake up six a.m., go run. Mm-hmm. While I'm running, I'm talking to God. I'm, I'm, I'm gathering my thoughts, my creativity, ideas, all of that is circulating in six a.m. Six a.m. when I have like my green juice or something like that and then uh after that you know come in read my bible at 8 a.m and then you know i'll probably take an hour in that work the nine to five which is three to eleven and instead of instead of seeing it as a obstacle see it as an opportunity like i get the work I get the work, and I'm not just going to work. I'm taking from work. I'm, I'm everything that happens. I'm, I'm like everything that happens there. I'm learning from it. Things I should have said. Things I shouldn't have said. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I, I'm making a mental note of it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I when I leave, I I'm leaving better off than I went in it. And then at night, when I get out at eleven o'clock, go lift. Go live, you know what I'm saying? Because I think the exercise part is definitely the most vital, therapeutic part where you get the most create. That's where all your creativity juices. And then come back home and get eight hours worth of sleep. Or before you get eight hours worth of sleep, work on all the ideas, all the creativities. You don't bring it to life. And that's exactly what I did when COVID hit. You know, my uncle passed, uh, friends passed. And it was like, it was like things people promised to me. People promised to me that was going to happen. And then they died because of COVID. You know, it was like, yo, we're going to record your podcast. We're going we're gonna to have a huge productive team. And then, you know what I'm saying? COVID hit and people passed away literally a, a week before we about to go in production. COVID was... The ultimate reminder if... Because I'm a procrastinator by heart, bro. 
Again, like and that that's been me since the get go. I'm gonna you could tell me something's doing two weeks, I'm gonna wait until it's twelve AM and I got class nine. Now I'm gonna kill shit at the last second, but that's, that's how we work too. To we work second. better when our back against the wall. And it shouldn't be like that because as good as you may be with your back against the wall, you're always gonna be at an advantage if you started it from earlier. And I know that that's that's a flaw in me by far. Like I know that, but with COVID, that was all of that times like ten. Like, because this was something that none of us could have ever, brother. The world's gonna be shut down. You mean tell me New York a year from now ain't gonna be open past twelve o'clock? God gonna tell we you can't sit down. Yeah, like sit down. We can't like, get on public trip. Imagine just last year. January, me telling you, like, yo, in a month, public transportation, can't do that. Ubers, shared, can't do that. Face masks everywhere. This was the ultimate. Not gonna be able to hug. Oh, my like, I believe you. Get, get, meet new people, get some new, get some new grown man gifts. And again, we gotta do that, though. I was just thinking about that the other day. It's like, this took me back to 9-11 now. Like, now that I'm starting to see that end of it come about, I'm like, I remember that feeling when that first happened that day. And I was with my grandmoms. And seeing freaking, like, jets flying over the projects, which had never happened prior, but she's like, oh, uh, I don't know. 9-11 happened. We don't know where them joints is going. But just feeling that airy feeling, like, I don't know what's next. And we got through it. You feel me? We was probably, what, 8th grade, 7th grade? So that's when people buy all the batteries. <laughs> it was, yo, nobody knew what to do, bro. Like, I remember trying to speak to my mom. Because she used to always tell me, like, her stop was World Trade Center. So now seeing this, on, I can speak to her for a couple hours. Finally got in contact with her. Everybody was just in a state of, like, yo, what are we doing? And I remember that clearly, but I also remember we got over that. You feel me? Same thing with the um, what was the um, the DC snipers, the shooters, and all that. I remember that that was a real oh thing God, for us at one good. point. Where it was like, yo, you yeah. might have to look out. We got over that. Same, bro. We've been dealt with a lot of wildness from childhood to here. And, and you know what? A uh, a uh, a big part of everything that you just named is, is money, bro. It's money, you know, money. And it's crazy. It's crazy how money give us personalities, right? So 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 I would like like change a person and stuff oh, like man. that. I'll give you an example. Keep your thought, top. Um, like I would do stuff for free. And certain people, the same thing would charge me for it. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like, if I'm like, oh, you need a place to stay for a couple of days. Yeah, I live alone. You crash, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Sleep on the couch. You don't owe me anything. And then vice versa. Yo, I need a place. Yo, bro, uh, I'm gonna need a little help with the rent. You know what I'm saying? And it could be like the same two different types of people, the same person. You know what I'm saying? I guess, I guess, and this is money creating different personalities. Like, I've never been on money like that. 
Now, you know, what's the example though? I will say in that case, is that money or is that necessity? Because there's two different things. If if you're operating from a lack of money, I don't even know if your love and your loyalty is towards the money. Your love and your loyalty is towards surviving. If you don't have money and you know you need money to survive, you're gonna do whatever you have to do to, to get, get by. I just knew. I just always knew that. I was in good God's favor, even with zero dollars in my pocket. When zero dollars in my pocket, I wouldn't say I was the happiest, but I, I that's when I was the most creative. That's when I was the most, you know, on top of my game. You that's know, when that, you're the hungriest. Yeah, that's, that's when you're the hungriest, bro. For, for, for that you know, dollar. With it, exactly. That's when you're willing to get up and walk around the block just to... Exactly. Talk to people you, know, you ain't never talked to before. Like I didn't you never did. really learn that lesson since I was like 15, 16. Because I, like, I was the I only child, you feel me? So and then, my whole life I was used to having that shit. And then my mom goes to the job. And... What I would think, because I ain't really think nothing about that at that time. I'm like, all right, cool. You lost your job. You're going to grab another one. She did. It was a recession. She was waiting for, it might have been like two, three years. So now she's getting, the Jonas that I used to be able to cop, can't get those no more. <laughs> what used to be able to be paid, cable, all that, that shit ain't the same no more. Now you got to go out. And I think that's where a lot of people make that decision, though, because... If you're kind of stuck in on like, yo, I need to look this way. I need these certain sneakers. I need shit. There's people from all hood who I done heard say, yo, I dropped out of school because I couldn't get fly no more. I'm not coming. Point blank. Like, yo, I'm used to getting a certain type of weight. I can't do that no more. I'm dropping out of school. That's because kids teach you. It's like like what I just said, going to Ellen and then you not figuring out a way to top Ellen. Yeah, trying to find your way back to that mountaintop every time. Whatever your personal mountaintop might be. But with that being said, y'all two are the most, most, I, I would say, financial, intelligent People financially intelligent people I know, and y'all have always been good with money. Opposed to me, I would I would spend my last dollar to make sure Ty's having a good time to make sure Blind Boss is having a good time. Like I don't have no discipline. I don't have no willpower. I don't have no control, bro. <laughs> no control, bro. When when I'm on go, I go. Like there's no, I, you know that, what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, I think yeah, all like, of us no, have been yeah. in that mood before, though. You feel me? Like, yeah, like it happens every now and then. Yeah, but it is kind of different with it, though. I mean, like, <laughs> this nigga really would go all out on like one single event, one single one like, day, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, when as, that- as opposed to us, like how we will show love and like we'll still have more. He would really go. And like, yo, y'all want some happy ending? (laughs) (laughs) I got you, son. (laughs) (laughs) As we sit back on Magnum Bottle with more West (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) Shouts to my guy in Diggity. (laughs) 
Like, like, boy, to, to be that man, to know what it is that a real man wants out of life. <laughs> Especially three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but that's why that, that that's why though, like I, I fucks with you a lot, though, hard body, because it's not only because. Now, I mean, you show your love, but it's like, regardless of what what type of people you around, if it's your people, you're going to show them love, you know? And for the, for, the, for, the, for the most part, I admire that because sometimes, well, for the most part, I, I don't like people. So... If I don't like you, then I ain't, I'm not going to want to show you love. So, no, you know, I'm not going to want to buy a drink on you. I'm like, I could care less of what you want. But, you know, you always been somebody to, you know, show everybody around. Right. Like, if you don't know them, you know what I mean? You, right. you, if they cool, you definitely show them, like, all types of love and appreciation that you can show. So, you know. yeah, I think we got a perfect mix on that. Like, 100%. Like, you, Kaya, are more sort of, like, y'all are the people. Well, you, Kaya, and Rel, I'll say that. Y'all are the people, people of the group. Like, I know anytime I go out, when y'all, it's gonna be some extra people around. I ain't opposed to always somebody around, right? Because I trust (laughs) y'all judgment, you feel me? Like, I know y'all ain't gonna be bringing no, just a whole different type of energy, no bad vibes into the group. So, like, I'm... If I you invite me anywhere, I'll be like, all right, cool. I know it's, I already know what it's going to be. I don't ever expect to go in there. Mm. It's like, all right, it's going to be. I'm fun. like, yo, before we go in, you got a weapon, you got your rest. <laughs> <laughs> See, unlike me, where I, I attract a lot of crazy people for some reason. I don't know why, but I would go out. And I, and I can't even see, but still, somehow, some way, I would go out, walk to the corner store, and I would meet, like, the craziest <laughs> motherfuckers in the hood. Listen, I, I don't know what my attraction is with crazy people, but... Let but. me ask y'all, what's the difference between being selfish to yourself and being selfish in general? You're like, like alright, you be. I give you an example, and this is coming off the top of the head like a freestyle, so, so bear with me. <laughs> Being selfish to yourself is like, um, what would you say something being self? Now I'm asking well, somebody else to rap. I'm like, what did you say? Right, well, being selfish, selfish to yourself to me would probably be more like, um, doing something for somebody else, but just for the sake because it makes you feel better. Mm. So, or That's selfless. No, oh no, no! You, you selfless when you doing it for somebody else for the sake of them, not for the sake of for yourself. Mm. You know what I mean, like, mm, I know what you mean. Do some shit to make yourself feel better. So that's like uh, that's uh, like if I if I have a sandwich, I'm like I don't really want to share this sandwich, but yo, Theo, you want to have just to make yourself feel better? Yeah, yeah I'm like yo, I want to eat this whole sandwich. Yeah, the whole yeah. sandwich. <laughs> 
And then when you and, and you know how most people be like, nah, I'm good. And you be like, yeah, that's what you're yeah. hoping for. Yeah, <laughs> like right in a bar, but you just ask them just to be polite or to be like, yeah, I'll not take that. You're shit. like, damn. <laughs> it's like, damn, he wasn't supposed to say yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's the type of selfish and what's being selfish in general, a selfish that, person. I just, think you. Well, that go ahead, damn. So, like, being selfish in general, that's more of, um, oh, like, I, I ain't giving you my sandwich, and I don't give a damn about how you feel. Or go in a room full of hungry people and eat, and eat the most. That, that's just, that's just uh, str- striving for attention. I mean, like, come on, you can't go and... In a room full of people, especially if they either drunk or high or just hungry, period. You can't you can't just go in a room and just expect to eat something like fried chicken and some cheese fries or some ketchup and hot sauce. You you can't eat that in a crowd full of people and then expect oh, nobody better to ask me for nothing. Bro. I ain't sharing. <laughs> Or I ain't share type shit. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling yeah, you, I was like that, bro. I used to, you know, I got what four sisters and one brother. So I used to go to the Chinese restaurant and then eat eat my stuff walking back home. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not going in the house with this. They gonna take everybody. They gonna take three and a half. They gonna leave me with the wing, with the fling wing, with the stick at the bottom, and just like, with, with the little hands. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's some selfish niggas. They, they just gonna keep eating my wings and chicken wings until I got one chicken wing left. <laughs> no one only got hairy four. Wing, no, y'all took my, y'all took my stuff and left me the hairy wing, man. Like that. And you know what? That was the that was that was the wrong thing to do. Now, now I found myself. Telling that was the wrong thing to do because later in life I found my tell myself, you know, I'm not sharing with nobody. I'd rather buy you a whole other meal than give you a piece of my meal. Well, that wasn't the yeah. wrong thing to do. It was more like the difference between you know selfish and selfishless or selfishless. That's a hard thing. And then, and then that led to me being overweight, bro. Not sharing. <laughs> Think about it. Well, 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 like it's like, all right. So if you go the block down the block to the Chinese store me, and you get an order of uh, 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 shrimp fried rice and chicken wings or some shit, mm. and then you know for a fact you're going back to a house <laughs> with a hungry, full of hungry motherfuckers. So it's like, damn, I don't want to share. So I gotta buy everything. Well, I gotta buy everybody something, mm-hmm. or do I just eat this food on the way home so nobody would find out? I'm saying, like, I I think I'm that type of person that would eat everything on the way home so nobody would find out. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw the tray right in the garbage upstairs. You know hey, you all smelling like. <laughs> Smelling like they cooking the food. They mess around and then walk walk in the crib with the homemade iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> like you want some of that? Same thing with White Castle. We used to take that trip to White Castle. Okay. And that White Castle was, was a little walk too. That was like a mile. Blocks away. You you had to do that though, like with White Castle, because that's like what you crave. 
You <laughs> <laughs> so just came that shit all the way home. And I don't know why taking a cab was just always took longer than walking home from White Castle at that time. So you just had no choice. Yo, you yeah. to walk home and eat. Yo, y'all want to do this every weekend? I don't think I can do this by myself no more. How many choice you put out a week? Uh, I don't, just one. I used to do a podcast every day. I was about to say, put out what you, I wouldn't say slow it down. I would say put out what you want to. If you, yeah, you I, that don't right force now, yourself because again, that, you can always hear. But, but this is what I, this is when I only had a podcast to look to. This is what, what was elevating me, giving me purpose, giving mm-hmm. me something to have an extra pep in my step for you know, um, it's the only thing I had pulling me through life. You know what I'm saying? But now, but now I got a, I got a business to run. I got a full time job, and being a full time human, black human being at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Well, I say like be be on your your, your Jerry Springer or or your or your Morby shit. You know, What's like, pick, like pick a topic and then just spend like two three hours with. With a guest or something on that one topic, yeah, of course. But just you know, yo, I feel like you. We, I feel like this conversation was like a challenging conversation. Like I never spoke to nobody the way I speak to y'all, no homo. That's some shit you say you when when you were love. I never felt like this. (laughs) Like I'm feeling right now. Well, hey, honestly, though, bro, it's it's a different conversation when you just in the room with your homies that you've known from a certain kind of time. Like, I'm like, I, honestly, we could just pick any certain kind of conversation. We were, we, we, we were kind of free balling this whole time. Yeah, but I, like, if we were to pick a topic, we were like well, us and all the homies, we would be able to do this. But if we legitimately, if we were going to record it for your podcast, we would have to have a list of topics. I can see how this gets out of I could do that. Too many people. I could do but that. Yeah, I think we and we all that. could do that because stuff stuff could happen to us. That's why I say once a week. Everything that happened in be between two, you know? three people max. Though I don't think you could have this as with all of us because yeah. I know us. Right. It's not going to be a discussion that's fit for a podcast. It's going to just. It's going to be us do what we do. And that doesn't sound good for a listener, I would imagine. And here's, then, here's a topic. Why are we all single? I know oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. All right. I got you. I, 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 I come home. I come home from wherever I did. Don't nobody love me? I'm single because I'm, I'm too independent. Mm. Like, I cook for myself. Mm. All that shit. Mm. But, it's like at the end of the day, though, it would be cool to to have a nice little a, a five foot two whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that, that would be nice. <laughs> Your turn, Ty. It's it's rough for me, bro. Because I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, do we have to do anything? Honestly, I'm gonna t- no. I'm gonna tie this back into your last subject, <laughs> like. For me, personally, bro, it's just a matter of, and I understand, you're not going to find the perfect person. I get that. But also, at the same time, a lot of 
what people nine times out of ten when I speak to somebody about a relationship, and I'm talking about anybody from friends to people older than me, peer, whatever. Nine times out of ten when they bring that to me, they're like, oh, it's not about yo, find the person that you like is it's like yo, you're not scared that you're gonna be alone. I like I that is my biggest pet peeve in the world. Do not ask me to come off some shit off of fear, bro. I like I can't react off of yo. You you sure you, you're not gonna do this? You're gonna I I cannot. That has always even that goes back to even hell with religion. People like yo, you don't follow this, that, and the third. You're gonna go here. You're gonna you're gonna burn. <laughs> like, well, well, let me ask y'all a question. Who who y'all think is the most quote unquote lonelier person? Like the whole me meaning male or female because guys is hoes too, or 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 or, or the married person. I, that's a. This is my thing, though, bro. I feel like everybody has their individual things. You can't really put because there's somebody right now who's living their world single, who is having time in their life, and there's somebody who's living their world, their life married, who's like, yo, I cannot think of a better life. So it, that's everybody's so own individual past, bro. Yo, what I learned, what I learned is that, yo. You have to be clear, clear on who you are and what you want. But that's that's hard to find out. I mean, like especially being but a in, lot a, of in, in, a, you, in a social position where uh, where everybody is quote unquote looking for something, or they're supposed to be this way, or supposed to be that way. When all reality, we should just be accepting the fact that we. Are not the type to be tied down, or, or we're probably even not not the type to be wandering around. Cause I had to find out in my mid twenties, roughly, that I, I I'm not actually the quote unquote. Uh, ladies man that I, I thought I was I, or that I know exactly so thought I was you know so it, it's like I wasn't really the type to go around having say all different types of girls How, however I was the type to just have that one special girl that I could do everything with and sometimes it's just either I wasn't right for her or she wasn't right for me but either way you pit it we just ended up just moving on, and then now it's like I sometimes I wish I had more of an understanding that I wasn't that type of person that the world seen me fit to be. Like they try to uh, stereotype me, like oh, I, I, as a man, mm-hmm. if you don't. If you can't have sex with her, that means you gay or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or or if you can't get it up, that means you gay or you got a problem or, or something like that. You see what I'm saying? So we, yeah, we that's get, not the issue. We get a lot of bullshit pumping time off from an early age, bro. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of... We get that shit pumped into our mind and then nobody tells you you have to get the shit out. You have to do that shit yourself. You have to figure it out on your own. It's like, yo, damn. Yeah, you know what? I I was wrong at 20, 21 doing this shit because, again, you you probably don't know any better. Or if you do know better, 
Because you can still be in that situation and it's just like, damn, but everybody around me telling me this is how we're supposed to move, this is how we're supposed to do that, this, that, and third. Nine times out of ten, you're probably going to lead into that. Yo, so to put a bow on it, to put a bow on it, F women get money? I'm <laughs> well, nah. I'm about to say, nah, put a bow. I, I am with the get money. Like, <laughs> legitimately, though. That, 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 not say sure, F women. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Find your love. Um, anytime I've been with chick, it's improved my life, for real. But... Yeah, don't get lost in that shit. That's pretty much what I've really got to say. Do not get lost in somebody. Trying to be caught up and trying to build somebody else up and lose yourself in that journey, bro. Um, That's really it. Just just be clear on who you are, what you want, what you will not accept. Like, they used to say, they used to say, yo, write the type of woman that you want down. Brazilian. How, how, how she. <laughs> how, how, right. <laughs> right, the type of woman you want down. Because it's the law of attraction. You know, um, I remember my mom buying a green van in 2006, right? Bought a green van. And all of a sudden, all I could see is green vans everywhere I go. Everywhere I went, it's just green vans. You know what I'm saying? So you write down, you write down what type of woman you want, and then you you start to manifest it, and you start to see them. You start to see her everywhere, and you just learn what to say. Is is that true? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The law of attraction, bro. Nah, cause then we, we so then that means like in about a month, we gotta have another topic. Involving this conversation because uh, you know what Wait, we, we, we all gotta write down. Actually, I'm with chicks. that though. Let's, you let's get shit. You with that? Let, let's all write that. down. Maybe not this podcast. I say we come back. We all say like, yo, we're gonna put this into the air. Not only personally between friend groups, we're gonna put this. To share with your entire group, no attraction for real. Put that out there. I feel, I feel like, I feel like we gonna come back. Somebody gonna try to describe her, and she's like, "Yeah, I got her pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> if anything, that just shows the type of person that you are. <laughs> but now, um, wrapping this up, Ty, give me your social media handle. Theo, tell them what you got coming out next. Which what you working on? You guys, you know, That's let the world. Go check me out. It's Ty Small Photo on IG. Theo, go ahead, man. Do your thing, bro. Hey, you could check me out on Theo Hacking One Nine Six at Gmail or at iCloud.com. And I'm coming out with my Dying to Live book. Um, this fall. You'll be able to get a copy, but you could also pre-own one if you drop me a link in my Gmail or my iCloud. To come in this fall, die to live by Theodore Hackett. And me, and me, and Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast, CEO of Fantastic and Only Improving. 
go ahead and copy you some merch at www.fantasticandonlyimproving.com. You can shoot me an email at fantasticandonlyimproving at gmail.com. You know, that's it. I wish you all love, peace, wealth, and truth always. It's the Road to Victory Podcast. I love